Hello there guys, what is going on? Daniel Childs back here again for my rational perspective on Chelsea nil, Man City 1, Chelsea lose again in the Premier League. I believe that's four defeats in our last six league games. Um, it's depressing, there's, there's no way around it, even if I am going to speak about some positives and some performances I think that were of encouragement tonight. Just kind of reflects why those drop points at Nottingham Forest on Sunday uh, were really, really damaging. Listen, a defeat for Chelsea is really damaging at this point in the season, and especially with the circumstance and the form and the concern and, and all the problems we've had so far this season. But um, I, I think the mood, if we would have won on Sunday um, and put in a better performance, and I think coming into this game and, and you know the way the game played out, I think maybe there would have been less negativity uh but it's it's a defeat that's what it is and we have to live with the reality and um puts Chelsea further away from the Champions League places I think that's like over 400 minutes since we last scored against Man City in a competitive game which is staggering really when you when you consider you know the spring of 2021 when we beat them in the, the Champions League final we beat them in the FA Cup we beat them in the Premier League and you know it started to look like Chelsea were turning the tide a bit against Man City but you know losing to them both times in the league last season and we've already lost to them twice this year as well in the League Cup and now the Premier League as I say I think there were positives I think in terms of you know looking at Chelsea's performances say against Arsenal at home um, back in November against another top side um, but it's the same result and that, that's the problem it's still a 1-0 defeat so I know whatever I say people will just turn around and go well it's a 1-0 defeat but I, I did think specifically in the first half I think in the second half Man City changed things, Pep Guardiola made some really smart subs and, and I think Chelsea's rhythm of the game, maybe some of the, the subs that Graham Potter made could be criticised uh, in terms of maybe players who could have stayed on a little bit longer and were impacting things positively but it for me comes down to one moment and you know at, at this level that's what it is sometimes, you know it is a, is a moment and a mistake between I think two players you can look at from the Chelsea side, it's a brilliant ball from Jack Grealish but we'll get into that. And, you know, another thing about this night was injury FC striking again. Uh, Chelsea up to 10 injuries now for senior players or first team players um, out of this game. Going into it, it wasn't good. Mason Mount was ruled out uh, with an injury that he suffered in training yesterday. Um, so the starting lineup was Kepa, Aspilicueta, Thiago Silva, Koulibaly, Kukurea, Zakaria, Kovacic, Pulisic, Ziyech, Sterling and Havertz. And within the first 20 minutes, two of those players had to be replaced and that was Pulisic and Raheem Sterling. Firstly, Raheem Sterling against his old club pulling up with a hamstring problem. Um, he was replaced with Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang and then Pulisic was replaced by Carney Chukwemeka. So very early on into a game where Chelsea were under pressure already. Um you know already plans were disrupted and an ongoing problem that has been a problem for some time but seems to be really getting to a, a boiling point this year in terms of injuries to to key players I mean 10 senior players there I'll just read them out for you right now Mendy, Fafana, James, Kante, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, Ben Chirwell, Mason Mount, Amanda Breuer, Sterling and Pulisic I do not care who you are. That That is going to impact your plans. That is astonishing. And the worry for me is the number of injuries that we are seeing now from players that are... I, I mean, I'm not a medical expert. I'm not an injury expert. But 
you know, there is a difference in sport between, say, impact injuries like leg breakers, which are very, very hard, almost impossible to avoid and, and do any prep for. Those are the ones that happen within a game of 50-50 challenge, you know, a player getting a concussion maybe. Compared to these kind of softer, you know, hamstring injuries or um, strains or whatever it is that are keeping players out for even short but extended periods of time, some in some cases, that's a real problem and it just derails a lot of the plans and, and players who have been very durable in their career coming into Chelsea and suffering injuries like Raheem Sterling, who is, who's remained pretty fit. Um, at Man City over the past decade. So that that in itself is a concern and once again is going to disrupt Graham Potter's plans when he needs, you know, a real big response from his Chelsea squad to really lift the mood. But I felt that Chelsea in that first half, despite that disruption, I think played pretty well. I think particularly the central area of Chelsea's formation um, and team tonight uh, for large periods, I think, dominated Man City and I think showed some real promise. And in particular, two players that stood out to me was one of the substitutes, Connie Chukwameka, uh, who hit the post, was the closest, uh, who came closest for Chelsea tonight in terms of scoring. Um, just looked really inspired. I think looked really assured in himself. You know, he's got minutes under Grand Potter so far this season. Um, they have been steadily increasing. But this was a real performance where he, needed, he was called upon. And I think he showed himself at a level that he could compete with one of the best teams in this league, the Premier League champions, the reigning Premier League champions. And I think he he done himself a lot of credit. He really did in it. And, and I think there'll be a lot of uh, calls for him to play again against Man City on Sunday and then moving forward, hopefully playing more if he, if he doesn't get injured because so many players are getting injured at the moment. Another one is a player we have been praising over the past week um, is Dennis Zakaria. You know, he has really changed, I think, the perception of him. And and again, you know, I, I don't think Zakaria is doing anything incredible, astonishing. There are parts of his game that still look a little bit raw, a little bit erratic on the ball. Maybe sometimes he looks a little bit indecisive, but it shows the difference of having someone in a central area who just has a bit of mobility, a bit of physicality uh, and can move at speed with that ball and really transition it, you know, for, for a long time, especially when we don't have N'Golo Kante. It's Mateo Kovacic who you saw do that tonight for Chelsea. Um, to have someone else in that area, and you can even add sort of Connie Chukameka there, it makes a massive difference in that central area when Chelsea were trying to build up the play. I also felt in that first half he massively fed it in the second, but Kai Havertz um, was looking a lot more encouraging playing more as a number 10 tonight uh, that did change as the game went on but I felt you know he, he was looking more like that player we saw by Leverkusen where he was dropping a little bit deeper I think kind of what we saw under Frank Lampard in his very early stages at Chelsea and a little bit under Graham Potter recently so so there was that and you know Chelsea I felt Hakim Ziyech I felt on the left Kukurea and Koulibaly were playing well in terms of connecting and getting Chelsea up the pitch there was just a, a sense that Chelsea weren't just sitting back and resigning themselves to a 1-0 defeat uh, at the time at 0-0 it looked like Chelsea could really get something out of this game but that changed at half time you know Pep Guardiola changes things I think he could see that the tempo and the momentum of the game was not with Man City and if that continued it was probably going to end up maybe in a defeat for them and and the changes he made and, and also the intensity to which Man City came out made a big difference Chelsea started to commit errors in their own half which is always going to cause problems and I think Kevin De Bruyne started to get on the ball a lot more and cause problems Nathan Ake hit the post um, and then Jack Grealish with a brilliant ball across the box now it's an amazing ball and it's you know it's that connection and those automatisms that we see at Man City so regularly but 
you have to look at Kepa Riza Blogger firstly in that situation. Why isn't he diving? Why isn't he committing? This isn't a hindsight thing. It wasn't an astonishing ball that was just out of his reach. He seemed to, you know, for a player who I think we've praised in recent months since he's come back into the team for being a lot more commanding. That was old Kepper. That was an indecisive Kepper. And at a moment, as I say, you look back at that game in terms of chances for both teams. And I think that, that that's a match-winning moment. It really is. Um, you, it's always, you know, you don't know what happens if they don't score and, and Man City were on top. And I don't think I can argue with them scoring. They were creating chances. But, you know, those are the moments that could have got Chelsea at least a point and maybe, you know, changed the complexion of the game going into the last period of it. And uh, Mark Cucurera, I think you can maybe have a go at for, for tracking there. You know, we, we've seen this a few times with him um, defensively one-on-one. I, I felt offensively he, he looked encouraging tonight, but th- that would be the, the shame of it for him in, in, in what was up to that point, an encouraging performance. But then from there, um, he takes off, uh, I think he took off Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, who of course came on early as a substitute. Um, he took off Akim Ziyech, who I felt was, was having a good game and just, you know, I felt, you know, with set pieces, especially if, if Chelsea were going to try and get back into the game, I felt maybe I would have liked to keep him with that left foot. He put some dangerous ones in, particularly one in the first half. Um, but he was taken off. Conor Gallagher came on, who at times, you know, I think he's just, because he is doing a lot of cameo appearances at the moment, I feel that Conor kind of looks a little bit um, erratic for me. He, he's coming on and he's just flying into challenges. He's kind of just so determined I think to to to, to impress and it, it feels like he's kind of taken a step backwards to where we saw him under Thomas Tuchel where he's so eager to impress he maybe goes over the line a little bit with that pressing um but you know I felt that Chukwemeka and, and Zakaria and, and Kovacic too continued to impress um and you know Chelsea did not implode at that point it wasn't like Man City you know you, the worst thing would be for Man City to score two three and then really put the game out of sight Chelsea was still technically in it it was just we weren't creating a lot of opportunities and once again in that center forward area you were kind of thinking where is that focal point or where is that area of attack that we're going to go towards and, and we really struggled to create chances do want to praise Lewis Hall who came on for Kukurea later on and uh, had a great chance late on but skied it over but, but still for me looks like a player who's fully ready for more first team minutes um, and really great to see really encouraging and, and I really hope this period these injuries are going to kind of be a blessing in disguise in terms of getting some of his younger players Amari Hutchinson I've got, I can't go without mentioning him getting his I think Chelsea debut tonight I'm, I'm pretty sure the Aston Villa friendly game doesn't really count this was his competitive debut for Chelsea. That's one of my predictions for 2023 that has been proved correct. Uh, so it's good to see him. You know, I think he struggled a little bit to to really impact things. But, you know, he, he's getting that experience now on what is a big stage. So, you know, I, I know that the, the, the reaction will be pessimistic. Obviously, it's another defeat for Chelsea. The pressure is going to increase on that. Um, but I can't sit here and, and tell you that the performance was woeful. It was embarrassing. It wasn't awful. But... You know, a bit like when we last faced Man City, you know, I think that people would be more accepting or kind of more understanding if results in games Chelsea is supposed to be doing much better in were better. You know, I think people would take it a little bit more. I don't think they're going to take it with with looking at the form table and looking at where Chelsea are in the league and looking at some of the teams who we really should not be below in the table despite the struggles we faced. We go into that game on Sunday where I'm sure there's going to be rotation for both sides and Maybe things will be different, but uh, it's 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 not it's not a, a good place for Chelsea at the moment. There's just there's no way around it. You know, it still defeats. It still feels bad. 
you know, there still is going to be that low mood and, and really picking it up is, is a real challenge. So let me know your opinions. Uh, thank you for listening on the podcast. Just want to say Sign of Chelsea is a part of the 90 Min Podcast uh, Network. Please do hit that subscribe button. Please hit that like button. And I will see you again very soon. All the best. Mm-hmm.